Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. When I was praying for all of you and asking Holy Spirit what to share on this episode, I immediately had a um, a picture in my heart of Martha and Mary. You probably know the story from Luke 10. Martha, you know, Martha opened, Martha and Mary opened their home to Jesus and they have guests coming and Martha's busy trying to get everything ready. And Martha's sitting at Jesus's feet and she's like, Martha's not happy. <laughs> this is the image that I had of these two women. And I knew that the Lord wanted to encourage us today. Um, I think also in light of the fact that, you know, we're entering into now a change of season in the natural where we're entering into holidays and, um, you know, and right now we're in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur at the time of this recording, which are the high holy days where we are um, in Jewish tradition, where they are reflective and um, introspective, I guess I could say, in the way of asking Holy Spirit, cleanse me, wash me. You know, they're asking God, is there anything in my heart that isn't right before you? And they're, they're, they're pouring their love out to the Lord and inviting him to examine them. And so as we step into these new days, this new season, this busyness, I think it's probably a really appropriate scripture. So I want to remind you, when you listen to my podcast, this is not just me talking and because I have a need to preach. I really, this isn't my forte. All I'm doing is being a vessel, sharing what the Holy Spirit puts in my heart for you because he loves you. So I invite you, engage your heart, set aside the busyness, stop for just a little while, and ask Holy Spirit to speak to you through this podcast. So I want to start by reading Luke 10, verses 38 through 42 in the Passion Translation. And you've probably heard this scripture many, many times. But let's let's listen to this scripture or read with along with me if you want. Like you, you don't know it. <laughs> like you are hungry for fresh manna today, fresh revelation from heaven. It says, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. Right there, that little bit is so... Ugh, absorbing every revelation. How much revelation, how many times does he speak to us? And we we just go, wow, I had this really great revelation, and then we forget it. Lord, help us to absorb every revelation like Mary did. Okay. Verse 40, but Martha became exasperated with finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? You should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, 
Why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this privilege from her. Mary chose to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen. She discovered what was most important, to be with him, to absorb the truth that was flowing from him, to bask in his presence. I mean, she had the Lord in physical form right there, and she knew it. She knew that he was most important, and she didn't take it for granted. How often do we get so caught up in life and busyness and stress and serving and helping people and trying to fix everything that we take the nearness of the Lord for granted. (laughs) But we, just like Martha and Mary, we have a choice to make. You know, I mean, we have stuff, you guys. We have things we have to do. I get it. But in all of these things, you know, Mary was serving and trying to make everything right and trying to fix everything and trying to, I mean, Martha was trying to do all of that. I don't know if I said Mary. Martha was just pulled away by so many distractions. She had the Lord Jesus in front of her. Ugh, what do we have, you guys? We have him in us. We have him with us all of the time. And all day long, we are presented with a choice. Will we leave the stuff? Will we choose to say no sometimes? Will we, to other people, you know, to to busyness, to choosing to try and fix everything, to to taking concerns on us and yokes on us and heavinesses on us that aren't meant for us. Can we let things go for a little while and just sit at his feet? Can we become the people like Mary who are undistracted and live life at his feet? Meaning, listening, attentive. I mean, how often do we get so caught up in life that we don't actually spend time with him? There's another scripture I want to read to you, um, and you probably haven't heard. It talked about in this way. I'm not trying to say I am theologically explaining this in, in a correct way. I'm just sharing a revelation that the Lord gave me that I believe will bless you and free you as it did me. So I'm going to read from Revelation chapter 4. Verse 6 says, Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures, full of eyes, in front and in back. 
And verse 8 says, The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest, day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and is to come. What the Lord showed me one day, this was a few years ago, maybe three or four years ago, that these creatures in heaven, they have eyes in front and back, around, within. Part of what what I believe is that they can see the past, they can see the present, they can see the future, they can probably see in other realms, they can see what's happening, I'm, I'm assuming, on earth, and even what's happening within themselves, because it says they have eyes within, and it was a picture to me of us. And, and the reason I say that I think they can see all these things is because they said, they declared him holy, Lord God Almighty, who was past, who is present, and is to come future. I don't know about you, but one of the struggles of my life is trying to mentally control my life, to categorize everything, to to never leave anyone out. I mean, I put so much responsibility on myself that I don't think I was actually ever really helping anyone because I was so stuck in my head, so thinking about what I needed to do, what I could do, what has happened, what could happen, what might happen. And I wasn't looking at him. I would look at him. I would look at him, but for the most part, I was caught up in my own mind, my own thoughts. So many things fight for our attention, but it isn't until he becomes our focus. It isn't until, regardless of all of these things we see in front of us, in back of us, around us, in the world, whatever, it isn't until all of these things we see fade into the distance and our focus turns to him that we can cry out, holy, holy, holy. Something changes when we choose, like Mary, to leave those distractions, to leave those things fighting for our attention, to stop thinking about the past, to stop worrying about the future, to stop being consumed with our even our present stuff. But we focus on Him. Something changes. Something changes inside of us. Yes, there are real things right here that require our attention. Real trials, real people, real situations, real commitments, real things that we need to take care of. Yes, there are hardships. Yes, there are concerns. Yes, there are disappointments. Yes, there is heartbreaks. But you guys, it isn't until we turn our eyes to him and really let him fill our vision, our thoughts that we see things differently. All of a sudden, we see him in our hearts 
we see him and everything else everything else looks different to us we remember his love and his love changes everything beloved i'm telling you he loves you he cares about what you're going through he cares about your loved ones he cares about your finances he cares about your situation he cares about your job he cares about your your life your health he cares about everything and a lot of the times you know we don't know what to do or what not to do or how to help ourselves or or someone else we that we love because we're stuck in our heads Martha was stuck in her head. She wasn't in sin. She had real things that needed to be taken care of. But let me let me propose something to you. What do you think might have happened if Martha chose what Mary chose? What if Martha, instead of getting everything ready for the guest, just let it just left it, honored the one that she had right in front of her and sat at his feet, sat at the feet of Jesus. Maybe we would have another miracle story of Jesus providing food and wine for guests. Wow. And what would happen if instead of putting pressure on ourselves to do and to be for others and to fix things and to just have everything just right. What if we just sat at his feet, quieted our hearts and listened? What miracles might he do in our lives? When we choose him, when we turn all of our eyes, so to speak, to him, Not only do we have more peace and joy, but our circumstances somehow, miraculously, by his grace, by his mercy, by his unmatched love, these things change. When we don't live in fear, but we live in the reality of his love for us, when that becomes the focus the center, the core, the anchor, the foundation of our life, our whole world changes. And most of our day, as you guys know, is spent inside our head, right? Inside of our thoughts, this internal world. So what if that space inside of us lived in tune with God? You know, you can... You can say the right things. You can impress people with your, with your um, declarations of scripture, with your, oh no, I, I'm just trusting God. Oh no, I know God's going to come through. But inside you're full of turmoil. You're, you're just as distracted as Mary. What if, or more, or more, you know? I mean, I, I, I think about myself. I probably have lived most of my life internally more distracted than than she was i don't know i guess i can't really guess that but i'm just thinking 
I really want you guys to understand something. You, you guys, most of you, you don't know me. You only know me through my writing, through my podcast, through whatever, and social media. But I have spent, I spent most of my life loving God in pouring out worship, living in such deep intimacy, but I still was stuck in my head and I was so consumed with trying to fix everything and make everything right. I didn't have peace and that was what I wanted more than anything. And I knew how to say the right things and I knew how to say the right scriptures. But inside, I was like Martha. And when I chose to just let go, my life changed. And I want to say something because this has literally been life-changing for me. This is a moment-by-moment choice. In general, yes, we have we choose to lay down our lives, we choose to take up our cross, we choose to, you know, Galatians 2:20, we choose to do all of these things, we choose to, you know, it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. We lay everything down, but we still live moment by moment with a choice, like Mary and Martha. They both had a choice, moment by moment. What am I going to choose right now? What am I going to choose to set my thoughts on? And we do get busy. We do get concerned. We do get worried or at least tempted to. And when that happens, guys, it's so simple. Just pause for a moment and turn your heart back to him and invite him in. Do you remember the scripture? I mean, the vision I shared with you guys, I think I've shared it probably a few times when I had this really huge, huge problem. Um, it was a, anyway, it was big. And I, I just, I was a mess and I couldn't see clearly. And all of a sudden, as I was praying, Jesus came and stood in between me and that problem. And he, and, and he was so bright and he was so glorious. And I could barely see that problem on the other side of him. But when my eyes adjusted to his glory, when my eyes were filled with the light and the truth and the love, it provided this, mm, not veil, but filter, where all of a sudden this huge problem on the other side looked completely different. And I had no longer had fear when I looked at it because I was looking at him first. And then through him, I saw when we continue to look at him, things change. Our life changes. Our perspective changes. And if there's something we need to do, all of a sudden we know what to do because we can see clearly because we're looking at him. When you come into prayer, when you come before the Lord with your problems, yes, please, by all means, you know, pray for that thing, but spend most of your time beholding him. Spend most of your time worshiping him, looking at him, listening to what he says more than your prayer that you've probably prayed a million times because it changes us. I want to close with two scriptures and, and 
Um, the first one is Psalm 27, 8. I want to read it in the Amplified Classic. You have said, seek my face, inquire for, and require my presence as your vital need. My heart says to you, your face, your presence, Lord, will I seek. Guys, this is what is necessary. This is what changes us. He's telling us, look at me. I am what you vitally need. And our heart responds, yes, Lord, your face, your presence, I will seek. Lord, we come right now. Let's just pray quickly. We come right now and we lay our whole lives before you again. And we choose you today. We choose to sit at your feet. We choose to turn our eyes on you. We choose to let go of what's around us, what's going on inside of us. We chose not to ignore our situations. We don't choose to live in denial. We don't choose to neglect ourselves or to, um, you know, just push down our emotions. But instead, we choose to look at you so that you can purify the way we see everything. So that we automatically, not religiously, can cry, wow, you are holy. Everything about you is holy. Everything about the past, the present, and the future is under your rule. You are the Lord Almighty. We turn our eyes and our lives to you. And Lord, we will do this over and over a million times, no matter how many times it takes, until you completely fill our vision. Until, like that vision you showed me, where you consume all of the negativity with your glory and the brightness of your light. Like you showed me with the living creatures, that no matter what they see, they cannot stop crying holy because that is the one thing that consumes their vision. That's us. That's what we want to do. That's how we want to live. That's how we want to be. We love you, Lord. All of us yielded to you, to the you inside of us, to the you in front of us and around us, within us and all around us. You are what we choose and we will not take you for granted. I want to close quickly with one more scripture. Such a beautiful, beautiful scripture. Zephaniah 3.17, he will quiet you with his love. That's part of Zephaniah 3.17. I encourage you, if you have been feeling like your mind and, and your schedule has just been blah, just everywhere and your thoughts are everywhere and you know it, let him quiet you with his love. Put a worship song on. Meditate on one of the scriptures I gave you. Put yourself in that scripture. See him talking to you. See him quieting you. Sit with him and allow his love to pour into you. Look at him and his glory will literally change the way you see life. It will change your internal environment, your internal atmosphere. And people are going to feel it when they're around you. Like, wow, you're just different. You're just different. Yeah. Because I'm choosing. I'm choosing that one thing most important. 
I'm choosing that. To honor him and to not take him for granted. I'm choosing to believe that his love is the most powerful force in the whole world. And if he loves me, he's going to take care of all of these things. All of these things that are really real. He's going to give me the grace to get through it. He's going to give me wisdom. He's going to give me ideas. He's going to show me the right way to pray. He's got me, right? That's going to be your response. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this has blessed you, (laughs) listen again. If it's blessed you, share it with somebody who you think will be encouraged by it. Sending you lots of love and prayers of grace that this truth will go deep into your heart and set you free now to walk with him the way that you were created to. It's not, it's not um, as complicated as we make it. It's just hard on our flesh, but living with him is simple. It is the most profound and most powerful, but it's so simple it's hard to accept because it's hard to let go of these consuming thoughts. But I pray grace that today we can be like Mary and live day to day beholding him. Love you guys. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter, and find lots of other goodies on my website, GretchenRodriguez.com.